um, the Bible, and then actually for the most of today, we've got to one o'clock. This is the while um, yesterday was the big sort of church annual planning um, piece, uh, just for the big movements um, for the church. Today is actually the big home piece. And so what we did was session one, just to remind everybody, session one was the main Sunday service that we're all together. Session two was what all the different ministries are doing, but from the lens of these three priorities. And then today, we're squarely focused in on the home, which means that every home, just like every ministry is going to look quite different, even more so by the time we get to today, every home is going to look very, very different. Um, so I want to read a, a passage. I've been, uh, as you know, probably over the last six months, been reading and rereading uh, the book of Galatians. And I'm such a not-to-detail person. I must have read Galatians maybe like 60 times, and I still cannot tell you like what chapter and what verse things are. I just, in general, this is like, I, no matter how many times I read it, the details escape me. Give me speed reading Oh, no. In Greek, man. No wonder. I also wouldn't know you. Okay, anyway, um, I want to get to, I think it's Galatians, I don't have Bible me, so it's okay. Galatians 6, uh, in the beginning of uh, Galatians 6, if you get down to probably. Oh, like a. Like a paper Bible? Oh my goodness, yeah, awesome. Okay, great, thank you so much. Okay, so um, can, I, can we read uh, Galatians 6? I'm going to skip um, verse 1. So Galatians 6 is just to set the context um, for this. You're, we are at the end of the book of Galatians, okay? So, uh, you know, Mike, I think, did a really good summary and overview of um, Galatians in his message last week and as you know Galatians begins with uh, Paul scolding the Galatian churches um, it's actually not just one church he's scolding many churches so Galatians is written to the churches in the Galatia um, area and he's scolding them because they have kind of substituted for a different kind not that there's a different gospel says Paul but they have substituted the gospel of freedom that, that has been won by grace with adherence to a whole bunch of laws, right? So in particular, he uses the example of circumcision and things like that. But you get to like chapter four, and he's like, why are you, he's still really upset. By the time he begins in the beginning, he's like, I'm astonished that you have so quickly abandoned the gospel. And then he's still scolding them all the way until like even chapter four, he's saying, like, why are you returning to these elementary things of, you know, days and weeks and rituals and like, they're not going to save you, is some version of it, right? And then he does his, I think his main piece. So after using the analogy of, and we'll do this through the whole year, as he goes through his analogy of Hagar and Sarah and Old Testament and whatever it is, right? So he does a really great theological unpacking of 
why actually the law came only afterwards. That we were all actually saved by grace first because of Abraham. Abraham didn't have the law, so how, how did Abraham even move into God's promises? He walked by faith. That's, that's Galatians. That's his main point. You can all talk about circumcision, all these types of things, but actually Abraham didn't even have to do it. And you all called him Father Abraham and whatever. He's talking to the Judaizers or the circumcision party, right? So then we get to, I think, his main piece, which is in chapter 5, which talks about for freedom, Christ has set us free. And he talks in particular about what it's like to have the Holy Spirit, the Spirit leading us. Walking by the Spirit. You get these analogies. If you read some theologians, they, they do all these linkage between how Israel was in slavery and, um, you know, and God rescued Israel from Egypt out of slavery into freedom. And you get this sense of the Holy Spirit was leading them by being a, a, a pillar of cloud by day and a fire by night. And so they're they are following the Holy Spirit, right? And you get this sense, he's like, hey, you've got to walk by the Spirit. And then he describes in detail, what is it like to walk in the Spirit? And instead of prescribing the kinds of things that people do to walk in the Spirit, like all the legalistic things, like read the Bible, pray three times a day, do the whatever, whatever it is, right? Instead, he describes what the outcome should be. All right? So he's like, hey, how do you know if you're, so how do you know if you're walking the Spirit? Ah, it should produce this kind of fruit. Okay? And, and he contrasts it with the flesh, obviously, right? So he's like, okay, all these other things are the flesh, and if you're in the Spirit, you will see these kinds of so I'm getting to today we're going to do chapter 6 right so I know we're jumping around a little bit but um, the section just before chapter 6 is called walking in the spirit so in 5 verse 16 it says I say then walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh that means walk in the spirit be led by the spirit and you don't have to it will it's so opposed, it's so opposite to the flesh that if you're walking by the Spirit, you automatically are not going to be like succumbing to the things of the flesh. Okay? Um, for the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. So they are quite contrary to each other. And then you, then you get to the very famous passage that says this is the fruit of the Spirit. Okay? Then you get to... By the time you get to chapter 6, Paul has made his major argument already for his letter. He's like, you've hit the main point. You've hit the climax. It kind of builds up, builds up. He's done all his analogies. He's done all his theological training and, and exposition, right? And he's gotten you up to 5. And then in 6, it's these miscellaneous application parts in the end of his letter. Okay, so like, okay, good. Now you walk in the spirit. Here are some things I need to tell you, right? You know, do good to everybody, do all like whatever. So he's just 
now he's hitting sort of the, I just want to place you where he is. He's in the, it's all fine and good in concept, but here are some things you should be actually doing. You should actually be doing, okay? And what I want to, um, today, just before we do our exercise, because I want to ground our exercise in scripture. And I've been soaking a lot in Galatians, and I, I think it's very relevant um, for us. So in 6 verse 2, he introduces a concept of burdens. Burdens. Issues, problems. The, I don't know. Yeah, what's another word for burdens? Like the troubles. Okay? And he goes like this. So we're in the application phase. Bear. So presumably we're all walking in the Spirit. Walking in the walk in the Spirit, right? Great. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. The law of Christ is different from the law. Okay? The law of Christ. So you get to the law of Christ. He's like, hey, be free, but don't use your freedom to do terrible things. Use your freedom to fulfill the law of Christ, is what he's trying to say. Right? So bear one another's burdens so fulfill, and so fulfill the law of Christ. And here's where it gets a bit confusing. For if anyone thinks himself to be something, when he is a nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work. That means each person, each household, each family looks at hey, or ask that question that, that Pastor Jeremiah was saying. What's really going on? What what's actually like let's in reality, let's not Pretend as if we're something, but actually nothing is happening at all, or whatever it is, right? Each one examine their own work. Then he will have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. And then he says, he ends this passage with like the opposite. For each one shall bear his own burden. I'm like, what? Okay, so this is a little bit confusing because he begins this short the pericope, right? He begins this short thing by saying, hey, here's the law of Christ. Bear one another's burdens. And he ends that section with, but actually, actually, each one shall bear his own burdens. So what do we make of that? Right? What do we make of that? We are, we've got a church where we're going to be going through all these different types of households. We're going to go into different kinds of families in FGA, right? We're going to talk in a lot of detail because I don't think by the time we're in individual homes, and if, if FGA is very serious about genuine faith in homes, we can't just have one blanket thing that everybody, everybody does. That one blanket thing, that's what we do in our main Sunday service. Then we go down a little bit later, it's all our ministries and whatever. But by the time we're in somebody's home, we better realize that there are lots of different households, lots of different kinds of households, different makeups, different stages of the Christian walk, right? Different generations in a house, we're different, 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 different. And each one has its own burden. They're struggling. They're struggling in their own different way. You might be well off, you might not be well off. Right? You might be a new migrant, you might have grown up in Australia. You might have three generations in your house, which creates its own burden. Or you might be all alone in your house, which creates its own burden. 
right? And so, what is Paul trying to get at here? He's going, so I think you, let's begin at the end. He's trying to say, first, actually everybody will have to account for their own life. Everybody will have to actually carry their own burden. Let's just understand that first. So he begins, for each one shall bear his own burden. So that's why he, we are being asked, hey, we better assess what's really going on because at some point, everybody is going to have to account for their own life with God. They're going to have to account for their own life with God. Whatever burden it is, it's that person's to bear. To bear, they have to they have to carry that that burden. But recognizing that, what does the household of faith then do? That's why, if everybody has to actually carry their own burden, then that's why the instruction from Paul is: Let's see if we can help to bear one another's burdens as a household of faith, right? And why that is a very important distinction to make is because even though as a church, we are now, we're going to be talking about how we bear one another's burdens. We're going to be talking a little bit about how we can help the families that, uh, that God brings to us, how we can help them have genuine faith at home, how we can alleviate some of the blockages that are taking place in their homes to help stop them from connecting with God, right? But even though we do that, we have to be really, really, really clear the church is not the answer. They're going to have to do it. Them, like, they're going to have to do it themselves. At the end of the day, we're just going to be bunnings. Because who's going to walk the spiritual walk? Who is going to actually have to be the one who has to live their life and be faithful to God and have to do the journey that God has called them for and, and travel that road and fight the obstacles and battle against the flesh and, and you know, and sow into the spirit. And who's going to do all of those things? They're actually going to have to be these burdens or whatever the things are, they're actually going to have to be done by that individual, by that family. And in the context of this passage, Paul is saying, but don't just leave them alone. Recognize, recognize that it's their burden to So let's not take the burden away. So the church should never go, hey, we're youth group, we're Sunday school, you don't need to worry about your children. I know you're the father and the spiritual head of the household, but don't worry, I'm an awesome youth pastor. Right? So, so, cast your cares on me. <laughs> And I will give you children who will give you A in your ATAR and they will serve the Lord. And you know, like, no, 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 no. Because each one must bear his own burden. Yeah. That means Good. if you're going to pop out like four kids, right? Or 17. Okay. If you're going to pop out like four kids, this section, this section. <laughs> That's why stop. That's why still okay, continuing. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're going to be popping on all these kids, right, they're your burden to carry. Like grandparents can help out, we can whatever the thing is, right? But this passage is trying to make it pretty clear. Like, don't, don't fool yourself. At the end of the day, God has given you life. He's given you breath. 
you giftings, and he's going to hold you accountable. That's good. But you're not on your own because we, the body of Christ, has been the church. This is why he's writing the church. That we are two in the beginning. We're supposed to go bear one another's burdens. It means we are supposed to, as much as we can, actually help each other out. So that's the tension that you see. He's using a bit of a play on words. So it, so don't misread that. We're not, we're not supposed to, when we say bear one another's burdens, we're not actually adopting the burden ourselves. It's not, it's not FGA's responsibility for your children's Christian walk or your own Christian walk or your husband's Christian walk or your wife's Christian walk or whatever it is, right? These, they are your burdens. So that's why he says, he gives the instruction, bear one another's burdens. And then he clarifies it. It's the same style he uses actually all through Galatians. Where he says, you're free. Christ has set you free. And then he clarifies it. Don't use your freedom. Don't use your freedom to be enslaved again. See, he, he says the thing that you're supposed to do and then he clarifies it. He's like, bear one another's burden. But hey, just remember, we have to all assess it properly, right? Because actually it's really your burden to bear. Like just, you have to bear it. And so he, he does that too, which I love how Paul is just great at explaining things, right? And so that's what we're going to try to do today. We've got one and a half hours. We're going to try and do it. I've got a, a methodology that we're going to try to um, go through. And I think within this group here, we have enough ministry experience. We also have enough diversity within this group here to be able to figure out what are the different, because everybody has different burdens, different, 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 right? Different families. What are the different kinds of families, different uh, households, I guess, that we have at FGA? So we're just going to name them. We're just going to like, maybe we'll come up with like 30 or whatever it is that we can group into sections. Um, but think about it in terms of like, the, these are different groups of people and we want to think of it in terms of their genuine faith at home. Okay, so let's not think too much about like, oh, their, their economic struggle, which, is, which plays into it. But what we're trying to say is the faith journey for different homes is going to be different. So like, let's say I know one would be very typical um, is the wife is a Christian and the husband doesn't like God at all. Right? I mean, that's right. So that I know that's one of the households in our church, right? So how do we have genuine, how does genuine faith and home work for, for that? In fact, the Bible explains that very well because there were many women that were Christian and had an unbelieving spouse. Like the Bible specifically gives a picture of what genuine faith looks like. It actually doesn't say, and you must drag your husband to church and make him come to all the prayer meetings. No, it says conduct yourself in such a way that when your husband looks at you, he tastes God and desires to want to be in the kingdom. And I'm summarizing. But, that's great. So we, 
that one kind of fam, that one kind of household dynamic that we have in our church, and then we can talk about some kind of ways in which we can train and help um, develop genuine faith. You know, okay, great. So uh, we're just gonna go. So I'm gonna pull this here, and everybody's gotta contribute. Then after that. So I'm hoping it will be a little bit fun. Um, so then after that, we are going to, once we, I'm hopefully going to be able to categorize it into maybe, um, I think there are about 30, just less than 30 people here. So if we can get about like nine categories, eight or nine categories, then three or four people can break off into a little bit of a group, and then we can brainstorm some um, ways to help, or some of the, uh, we can describe each of these uh, better. Okay, I had a black pen. It's on the other board. It's here. Okay, great. So, um, I'm just gonna. Yeah, they're all gonna be one color. The one color that I can see. Okay, so we're just gonna do we're just gonna put up different kinds of households. There's no rules. We'll just let's just get a whole bunch up here. Right? Sure. No. Just now. Yeah. Now. Now. Oh. Let's go. Astronaut. Husband. Okay. Great. Or spouse. Astronaut. astronaut. Fly in, fly four, fly four, fly four, fly four. Fly in, fly out, fly in, fly out. Okay. Okay. Great. So, first gen Christian. That, so, just to explain what that means for anyone who doesn't understand, it means that they were all the whole family's unbelieving. And then one or the or one person or a couple or whatever accept Christ, right? And they're all very new to the faith. That means they don't have all this history of growing up in Sunday school, growing up in in youth ministry, in church, whatever it is. They're all reasonably secular, but they've just converted into the faith. Yeah, good. Gen Christian. Okay, good. Do you want to just what do you mean by that? Meaning, um Okay, good. So multi-generation Christians, I'm just going to go multi-generation Christians throughout. That means you're talking about these like the old-time Christians, right? Grandfather is a Christian, the kids are a Christian, they're generally right, right? And so they, it's, it's like church is the water they breathe, but maybe, um, I think it'll be a little bit of the Galatians, maybe it's a bit like religious for them. And so they're just, they're not paying attention to genuine faith, right? But it's just expected that you have to go to church, right? Like you just have to go to church, go to church, go. And so genuine faith may be missing, which is why Paul scolds the church in Galatian. The genuine faith is missing, but the artifacts of faith are present. So I would imagine also that we have a lot of multi-generational Christians throughout. I'm just going to add the word throughout. It feels like... Single parenting. Okay. Parents. Sorry? Just Christian parents. Okay. But then like they, Good. it's just sort of 
Okay, good. Okay, good. So Christian parents, that's great. Christian parents with children that even if they've grown up at church, by the time they hit their little bit older, they're like, you know what? I can make my own decisions now. I don't wanna I don't wanna be a Christian. Thank you very much. Right? Or or that they are first generation and only the parents got saved or something like that. Yep. But these are Christian parents and basically non Christian kids. Okay, good. So, yes. One, one parent who is uh, more committed than another one, or compared to the spouse. Okay, yeah, different, good. Different spiritualities. Okay, that's right. Okay, good. So, um, one hot. Uh, one hot. Hot. One hot. One hot. Okay. One hot, one not. <laughs> you got one good looking spouse and one is not good looking. <laughs> Okay, okay. That's unbelieving. Yeah. Okay, so one is hot, right? And one is the lukewarm or tepid. Alright, great. Single parent. Single parent? The same sex relationship. Great. Cool. Okay, good. Same sex. Single, yeah. And even if we we have a few, but even if we only have a few now, this will be a bigger category going forward because people will be already in established relationships and then accept Christ. You know, like, we're already in single sex households and now we've been saved. Praise the Lord. And then what do we do? Okay, great. single parent. Parents, we group together with astronaut. Sure, can. So we're going to group a bunch of these together, but let's just get everything down first because some of them will have similar kinds of issues even though their situation is different. How about just the kids that are Christian but the parents are not? Okay, good. Okay, so we've got sometimes our Christian kids, right? And we, we see this in youth group a lot. Christian kids with non-Christian parents, so the parents don't want them to come to church. They want them to study instead of going to youth group, or whatever it is. They, oh, why are you always serving on worship ministry? You know, like whatever the thing is, but you've got these Christian kids in um, uh, non-Christian homes. Yeah. Good. Uni students alone. Right? Okay. I mean, they're not really alone, but they're with other uni students or whatever it is, but they don't, they're missing their parents, they're missing the family around. Yeah, brilliant. Blended families. Great. Thermomix. No, one. I put the with mom, one weekend with dad. Oh, Okay, good. Singles. Yep, so we might have to break up the singles category a little bit more because just because you're single, you could be in different areas of faith and your issues of genuine faith actually, just single is not like just one thing. So I feel like it might mix in with a few. I guess you come in with the divorced parents, both Christian, but 
Sure. Yeah. About the factors, do we have no. uh, we don't uh, factors we have? Uh, yeah. Household needs. Special needs. Oh, okay. yes. Yeah. Special needs. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. We do. Good. Okay, I'm just going to cook dysfunctional. Abusive. Okay, good. So, what we're trying to do with some of these, I'm happy for any kind of list right now, right? But uh, what we're trying not, we're not trying to describe um, households in terms of like their. Um, like single parent or whatever it is. Well, um, um, so like, I, I'm not keen on a list that goes, oh, high income homes, low economic homes, whatever, like, what we're trying to engage is what, um, what are the differences in their faith journey, in their faith journey. That's right, that's right. So that's why I say like something like being single doesn't, it, there are some things that are in there, but it doesn't quite um, help, it's a bit too, yeah, yes. Okay, yeah, good. So migrant families, or, well, maybe they could just be in Queensland and lockdown, so. <laughs> yeah. Isolated families, okay, good. Isolated families, great. One question. Yes. Now, when uh, we talk about household, um, definitely must have. Oh well, you don't don't really need to have children. And then the, the the main the main area, like you said, is regarding their their, their genuine faith, right? Yes. So, will you categorize a a ding family? Ding family, well, tell me what thing is. Ding family to be discussed because they have sure. children for the attitude. Yep. So, uh, so yes. sorry. That's dual income, no kids. Uh, double income, no kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you senior pastor FGA, you need to know all the lingo of all the generations. <laughs> yep. Okay. Great. Yeah, so that's a little bit like that. So empty nester, uh, dual income, no kids, right? These are guys that are pretty. Oh, never had. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Fine. 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 How about those Ding, but one kid. <laughs> 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 No kids, but one kid. <laughs> one kid, but one kid. Okay. De facto. Uh, okay. Yes. So it's okay. Let's just have lots of things here. I just, I'm happy to put anything on this. So we'll just put all these different types of categories. But I, I want to just sharpen a bit of our. Um, lens, right? So we're trying to talk. I'm more interested in categories like Christian parents, non-Christian kids. Okay? Or um, Christian kids, non-Christian homes. Or 
or first generation Christian, which means like Mike was the first one in his family to accept Christ. Mm. Right. And Oh, so yeah. that's right. That's right. That's so right. He was the only one at home, and then he, he had to introduce the faith to his parents, yeah. who now come. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm more interested in those type of things than, than um, oh, you are uh, in a de facto relationship versus like, the, the, there might be some that we can blend together, but what we have to do is we've got to try to figure out, because I'm going to break us up into different types of categories, right? Um, it's with the lens of how are we going, how are their faith journeys different? So pastors' families? Aha, uh -huh. great. Because <laughs> 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 yeah, Nick is so thoughtful, that's why. What about families who have been hurt by church? Ah, yes. So these are the types of categories I'm, I'm more interested in about. So, burnt by church. Yeah. 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 In our ministry every day, right? I mean, every week. Yeah. These are the kinds of uh, categories that we are uh, dealing with. Yes, I think so. All like offended by church, Yes. Wounded, yeah. Okay, 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 good. So I'm going to use good hurt. Okay, actually, so maybe hurt. And I think you're right. There's another category called burnout. Okay, so these guys love the Lord. Burnout families or person. Just, just burnout. Right? So they love the Lord. They're not really even hurt by anyone. They're, oh my goodness, they're so tired. They're serving in lots of ministries. And then their faith is just like, oh, works, 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 works. And then like, I had, we literally meet some people. They arrive at FGA having been leaders elsewhere. Run like, they literally, it's not so much that they've been like burnt by or offended by a particular person. They're just yeah, fatigue, right? And then we've got a reputation of being the party church. So like, okay, come here to receive. Huh? <laughs> yeah, we will not send that recording across. <laughs> okay, yeah, so this is hurt by church. No, but hurt by church is the church that has done something to cause them to Yes, but I think they're the similar kind of dynamic on the inside. So on the inside, that's right, on the inside there is like bitterness and hurt growing in and it's affecting their genuine faith because they can't even see their faith beyond whatever it is that the issue is at church or the other person. I mean, I can give you an example. Yes. The church leadership, for example, may condone and go with LGBT. Sure. Members against LGBT. Sure. While between parties within the church, if they do business, they do business. Yes. So there, one is between members, and one is the uh, uh, theological stand of the church. 
Right. Okay. Okay. No, I think that's a fair point. So, hurt by church members. Yeah. So, hurt by others. Yeah. But others are mostly all within the church. Outside of church. Yes, so and it's okay because I'm going to end up bundling all of them together as very hurt. <laughs> They're going to end up because we're, we're coming up with different categories with the goal of bundling a few together. So, and we don't need to, like, don't worry, it'll end up being conflated. So, yes. 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 So other culture. Yes. Ethnic. No, we are not ethnic. No, it's fine. We get it. We get it. How it is? It's not necessarily bad. It's not bad. It's just different. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just different. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's have a let's have a few more. Let's try to now think if I could get you guys to like put names to it. No, no. Oh, yeah. You can you can mentally put names. Well, actually, maybe that's a good exercise. So go through your ministry. Go through your ministry right now and go in my ministry of the people that I interact with did they fit into one of these or ah are we missing something what about like um so the the, the family's a Christian like but like the husband is a really high position in their job so like like a manager or whatever so like their time like right like doctor family yeah yeah but like they'll have they also want to apply their faith, right? So I think that would be... Yes, so... Like, how would you... Um, would that be to a certain extent like astronaut spouse? Because it's time... A little bit, yeah. yeah. So I think a, a better one, it's slightly different from that, but you got me kind of thinking, it's, it's different. But what about the nominal Christian? Like, like very nom like really nominal. So they, they're like, huh? Kano, yeah, 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 yeah. They're like Kano Christian, but I think nominal is the way to think about it, right? So they literally they only just go to church. Yeah, like the religious days. Religious days. They're like so they they they. CEO. What? Christmas and Easter only. Okay, they may show up more, so I'm gonna go nominal Christian. I think with the nominal Christian, the culture or the religion of it is more important than the personal relationship with God. Right? So it's more the, hey, I grew up at church, we have to go to church, or we have to, right? The, the culture of the, yeah, the religiosity of it is more important than a personal walk with God, where you walk by faith, walk by the Spirit, and God tells me to do this, I do this. A little more extreme. 
we are addressing the household. At this stage, the baby. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Part of the household. Yeah, yes. That's right. I'm just putting it down. So we might we might bundle it into first generation Christian. We might bundle it into. What about yeah. online online members? We will just put them in with the nominal Christians. Okay, yes. So, um, maybe like misfit. Should we call it like misfit? They don't really belong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. There's, a, there's always a segment in FJ when I chat with them. They feel like I'm the only one with this gifting FJ and everybody else. Yeah, so watered down, but oh, I. And yeah. You talk to about ten of them a week, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So a little bit like a misfit, misfit. Uh, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, have you done non non Christian household? Yeah, I think maybe secret. Okay. All right, maybe we're done. Is there, are there any other last Oh yeah, okay, good, 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 good. I, I, I think there is, um, so um, I'm gonna call this category, so, 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 not, not, not so much immigrant, so we need, we're saying like, they've come from another church, yeah? So I'm gonna call them different Theology imported Christians. Yeah, <laughs> different theology <laughs> Christians. So and and actually we see that quite often because FGA we are running household of faith, right? So we run household of faith. There's a particular way in which we emphasize. Uh, it's not so much that they're not Christians. It's just that their view of what church should be and what church should do has been discipled or developed by another church. Yeah. So then when it comes to FJA, they expect us to be like that. Like, oh, why don't you put more professional, good-looking people up on stage? Why, do you, why don't you, like, whatever, right? And then you're like... No, 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 no. So, no, theology is a big word. Yeah, like that. But also, like, okay, okay, okay. okay. It's right. Different idea. Okay. All right, it's okay. We're just gonna go different culture Christians. Okay. So they come in and they're expecting FGA to be like their old church, but we're not. Yeah. They bring baggage out. They bring their own. Yeah. Expectations. Yeah. Yeah, different culture Christians. So they're still Christians. It's not like 
they don't love the Lord, but they haven't really grasped FGA's call or culture, or, right? Because they, they, they're just new in. And so um, I think when we then try to help them with their faith, they're like, oh, you're helping me in the wrong way. You're helping me in the wrong way because all I need is a good Sunday school and a good youth group or whatever it is. But you're trying to help me by getting me to read the Bible. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, I'll go to Disney. <laughs> 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 Never. Never. <laughs> That's what I thought. Ethnic, that's good. Well, well, the word ethnic has its etymology from ethne, which basically doesn't mean Asian. It just means all the different cultures, that's right? Nations of the. So I feel like I could use other ethnic cultures. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you know, Greek. Okay. Okay, yeah, good. So, um, yeah, 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 that's good. Like disillusioned or... Um, disappointed. Yeah, so there's hurt by church. Or hurt by others as well. You know what? What about... What about Hurt by God. So it's not no, 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 not like no, no, like they, they, they're okay with FGA. They still want to hang out in your home group, and they still like, right? But, but God has let them down. Yeah, they're like they're, they're disappointed by God, so that it affects their genuine faith. Um, disappointed by God. Roger, Roger, it's not at one hot, one not. Would that be the same as grieving families? Sorry? Would that be the same as like grieving families? Okay, yeah. So grieving. Yeah, that's good. So grieving, grieving. Uh, grieving maybe hardship. Sorry? What is it? Roger was so interested in it. I thought we could go in all his head. Okay, good. Self appointed. Alright, good, good, good. We got quite a few now. So I, this is good. So now I'm gonna use different colours. I can't see. Okay, good. Yeah, blue and red. Okay, great. You see red? No, I don't. You guys can tell me. Just use numbers, one, one, one. Okay, okay, one, 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 one. Okay, so I'm thinking that one category of um, these types is all the people who are dealing with like um, immediate current um, issues. Okay, so they are, they're grieving, they're hurt, they're, they're you know, they're in an abusive home, right? That, that you don't need to worry, like, first, front and foremost, is, is like you've injured your leg, right? So let's not worry about high school, education, moving into gifts or whatever the thing is. Like, you've injured your leg, so why don't we just help you with your leg first, right? Those those are like 
it's so forefront in there. So let's call. Um, Basic life issue. Um, immediate. So imagine we are a hospital, like a spiritual hospital, and we're triaging, right? So in category one would be people who you just you just need to put a band-aid on something. The band-aid is not gonna fix it. Because just because you help them through the grieving doesn't mean that they're actually walking in the spirit and growing in faith, right? But you can't really do any of that other stuff until you yeah, treat their actual wound first. So I'm just going to call it immediate... First aid. First aid. Okay, good. Immediate first aid. Families. Right? So that's going to be these... Um, abusive. Um, are we going to put in... Hurt by church. Yeah, exactly. Do you think we should put those in? Yeah. yeah. So. And then disappointed by God is at the bottom as well. Uh, uh, one minute, uh, please. Yes. Do you think you should put a few more? Like one. Uh, this is immediate. Then uh, we want to know your. Oh, the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Category, what degree? We yes. Okay. Yes, 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 yes. So I also don't know. I'm basically, I'm basically facilitating us right now. So I'm using. The techniques that I learned, and I'm not going to get into the right? But basically, we are trying to collate similar groups as, as we go, working towards Misi, but don't worry about it, right? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know yet what all these categories are, and we might reorganize it. Okay. Yep. That's why this is such a powerful session, because I don't think we have gotten together as a church to even talk at a church-wide level if we're going to tackle home, we haven't got a cohesive plan, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't. We've been like, hey, youth ministry, do your thing. Worship ministry, you do your thing. Kids ministry, you do your thing. Whatever it is. So what, what you're seeing is the beginning seeding of what might be. And then in five years' time, it'll be like really cool. So um, anyway. Because, one, one yes. because your immediate person, um, on the surface, we think it is an easy fix. Because first aid, isn't it? Immediate, we see immediate result. But then, but then it, it can be a physical or it can be an emotional. Yes. So once it yeah. comes into emotional, it may be a long, long thing. Yes, yes. So, so that's where I'm coming from. That's right. In terms of helping uh, to. Uh, yes. Now, you put this emotional okay. as a what? I think, wow, I don't think there's a quick fix to it, right? No, no. Yeah. Because maybe they, they look like, like a paramedic who's going quickly. Yeah. That's right. Then make sure it goes to the right. That's right. So maybe what you, you mean is triage, right? So immediate first aid or triage. So you go in there with the issue that they want to deal with. Let's say abusive family, right? You go in and that's what they want to talk about. That's what they do. But, but Uncle Raymond, you're right. Because it's going to maybe a long haul, right? Okay. So immediate first aid and then triage. Like, yeah, so you okay. figure out who to go, to, like yeah. what is the next uh, thing, right? Okay, so let's see, I, I'm gonna just, off the top of my head, come up with a few of these other categories, because I think you're right. If we have a few, if we have an idea of some of these, um, I think it will be helpful. I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> 
So, I think, oh, there's a bunch of, um, Christians that are in here that they need to, I'm going to call it something like, um, kickstart their faith or be, like, kind of, um, yeah, beginning nurture, like, it's almost like from fresh. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, that's right. It's like, so we're, like, let's say we're trying to do genuine faith for them, right? But they actually don't even know what that is. So I'm going to just call beginner faith. I don't know. Exploring. Exploring. It's not exploring. It's like. Nursery faith. Uh, maybe no. No, but they may also not know. So it's all like the teaching them the foundations of the faith. It's all the. One zero one Christian. Yeah, let's like, like, like the 101, right? It's yeah, like the, whatever, new, basic, 101, okay, 101, new, faith. New, yeah, yeah, new, 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 young Christian. Okay, because I think we would put, like, the nominal Christian in there, we put the seeker in there, we put the new Christian in there, we put the babies in there, right? These type of um, categories. Yep. And then I'm going to pick a different color. Green, yeah. Green. Green. What about different orange? Because they would need to experience that too, right? That's right. So, um, Christian Would they So maybe another category. So, um, so help me describe this broad category. It is the normal things of church is not working because it's fallen into just routine and religion, right? So they need to, it's like you've been married to your wife for so long. Yeah, something, yeah, that's right. You're doing rather than being, right? So you're going through the motions, right? And so what you need for genuine faith in your home is like a revival. Or uh, you actually need some kind of encounter. You need some kind of rekindling, like a re... It's not like you're not a new cruise control Christian. Cruise control, yeah, 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 like you cruise control already. You know, like yeah. So what you looking for? The cruise control part or the boosting part? Either, either. I want to describe that category. Cruise control Rekindle. Yeah, it's like that. That's right. So okay, so I'm just gonna call it rekindle. Rekindle. 
Yes. <laughs> it's okay, because it's, it's all going to change, I'm sure. I'm just trying to get the broad. So, so there's some people that we need some kind of immediate first aid, triage. We're just going to help them with whatever current issue they, they're dealing with. Then there's some people that we're just discipling from scratch. Right? They, 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 they're growing in faith. We just need to... That's how they, we do their genuine faith at home. Then there's some people... They, they've been around the, 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 they've been around for like 10 years, 15 years, whatever it is. It's like an old married couple that hate each other. <laughs> you know? They need to rekindle. <laughs> yeah, so they need to like rekindle their faith. Yeah, that's right. Or overhaul their, their faith. Okay? Then... Um, yeah, so maybe this, this, I think I, I agree with Uncle Raymond. Maybe this needs to be split into two. Yeah, I got a category for you. Yeah. Contrary to that, dog, I don't know, dog. That, that's on the phone category. <laughs> okay. Oh, Explain a bit. See, you're pedaling really hard. Yeah. yeah. You can see they are they are hurting. They got a physical need. They need to be well. Mm. Yes. But that other point, very calm. But down there, pedaling like that. You can see you can see their struggle. That's, yeah. That's a pretty good one. That's yes, but it's still within. We have to go in and fix that issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether it's hidden or whether it's visible, yeah, yeah. we still have to deal with it. Which one? Which one? That's right. That's right. So it's longer. So I think if we split this, if we split this to um, shorter term fixes that we can deal with, and then longer, longer term issues, but it's still going to be the primary issue of rehab. Okay, good. Okay, so what the other one is like in the ER. <laughs> yeah. I see you. Emergency. I see. I see. I see. The first one is you go ER. Right. The second one is you go surgery. Your leg is gone. You need to do it for three years. You know? Okay. Sorry, I'm going to You know why I, I uh, sort of uh, bring up that category is people like burn out. Yes. You can't tell, right? You can't tell. You, yes. You, yeah, they come to church or whatever, but then, you know. That's right. They, that's right. And, and burnout is a very funny one because they may need to rekindle their faith. Yeah, yeah. You may need, like, okay, it, it, we quite all, a few things, quite a few things. I think there's another category that we need to, I, I think I'm out of touch. Is this a color? Green. This is green. These are the same color. Yeah, I know. On the inside. On the inside. Maybe that's the same. On the inside of the same. It's different. I think there should be a category of maturity. There should be a category where. So it's not so much that we're fixing your faith. It's not so much that, right? It is, hey, oh my goodness. What are you doing 20 years being a Christian at FGA and full on all you do is... Serve tea. Serve tea. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like, we're in an army and there's a battle going on. Yeah. And you serve tea. 
Have you been around for, you've been trained for all the Christian education and everything, right? And so, there, I think there needs to be kind of a... Stale Christians. Sorry? Like stale Christians. Yeah, 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 they plateaued, right? But it's not so much that you need to restart your faith. You, they, they genuinely love the, like, you know, it's... Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's like that, the maturity, um... Okay. Maybe. This is here, mature. That's right. That's right. Here, mature. Cool. Well, the the different culture of Christians. Some some churches are they don't. Yeah, I, I think you're right, Uncle. Sorry, Uncle, Uncle YC. I think you're correct. I think maybe, like, what do you want to call it? Mature? Yeah, okay. So I'm going to use a word I can't use anywhere else, but here I feel like. Hot. Okay? Yeah, that's my internal word that I use. So there are some Christians in FGA. They, they reflect the core of what FGA is about. They're the hot core of FGA. Yeah, like they are, they are faithful to the mission, they're active and personally involved, they're intimate relationally, because they're, they're teachable, and then they're wholly set apart. They're like, so it, it, in my view, there's a bunch of people at FGA that they are the hot colds of FGA. They're like, oh my goodness, like, Anyone I put next to them, pretty much is going to catch the heat. Yeah, I think, why see you're correct. There is definitely a category there, and we have to make sure that these are still also growing in there. We also have to look after them. We don't just fix <laughs> Yeah, I think so. It's a quite a high percentage, actually. Uncle YC is correct. I think our hot call is reasonably hot. Um, but we shouldn't forget them as a category. Yes. Similarly, except pastors' families can go through different. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's the thing. You can't like categorize all those. No, that's right. We can't. We can't. But this was the exercise to help us to get to this. And so, even if we cannot align all of these into this, actually, what I'm after is this. Well, we wouldn't come up with this if we had no idea what types of families we got. Like, I don't actually care about this as much as this. Because this will be what we end up organizing our efforts around. So at the moment, we're going to try to, if we want to, what we're trying to say here, and we're in a very formative stage right now, but we're saying, hey, if FGA wants to engender genuine faith in homes, we will have we got five sort of ways we can do that. We can come in and do immediate first aid. Right? We could uh, we're just gonna call this one A, one B, one B. That would include house cleansing. Sure. Yeah, and various other things. So that's right. Right, so we will go in and we'll tackle whatever that immediate issue is. Um, one B would be then, hey, um, 
it's going to be a longer it's going to be a longer journey so it's like a, a extended rehab then i think there's going to be some streams at fj that we'll have to tackle how do we do the 101 faith how do we we are a brand new christian and right then we have another one that would rekindle faith that means the normal methods of church is not really working and so we need to think outside the box we need to they need to encounter god like whatever it is but we there has to be some revival some kind of rekindling and then there is just the growing into maturity section so let's see if we can put some of these some of them will not match it's fine i just want to make sure that we're not missing another kind of category that's all yes yeah and move somewhere brilliant brilliant um so um that moment just talking about like astronauts fast and unbelieving stuff like the dynamic where that it's unequally yoked within yes. the household. Yep. Does that fall under one of these four already? And like Christian kids and not Christian homes. So I think the journey within that household looks, looks different. distinct, right? Yeah. It's because yes. you're doing multiple you're not all running yes. in the same direction yet. Yes. Yes. Is that a different one or is that the same so, A whole bunch of these would if we wanted to, they would fall into the rehab category, right? Because there's something that we're going to have to continually work with. But I think you're right. I think it's worthwhile splitting that out and maybe we call it relational faith. So what it is, is there is something in the way that they're relating, whether it's the parents with their own children, right? Or the... Or or between the spouse is some way in which they're relating that's hampering their faith and they have to sort out their relational like we basically it's a relational faith type of issue which would be like a rehab because you could be abusive it could be like I, I feel like I'm sub breaking rehab but it might be a worthwhile category for us because it's such a big category because yeah. the other one I was going to say is um, when, when you've got a family who looks or feels different from the type that we have at FGA, so like the different culture or from yeah. the church. Yes. But I think that also falls in the relational, right? Because it's a relational issue. That we don't have like, mm-hmm. relational mm-hmm. Christian wives. No, it's almost like you need to What's translate. No, okay. So the ones that come in, I think the ones that come in are different culture Christians, right? Um, or even um, other ethnic cultures or whatever it is. I would be tended to lump them into new faith. So I would almost tend towards going, okay, I know you've been at this whatever church for 10 years or whatever it is, but hey, can you just go through all of FGA's things all, all, all over again? Because, because we want to teach you actually about sonship. We actually really want to teach you about, like, can you, would you be willing to restart again at FGA in like a different type of mold? I, I think I'd rather, yeah. so I would lump Different culture, even different ethnic. Yes. Yeah. yeah, just so then you can break some of the different ethnic preconceptions and the hidden assumptions and things like that. Yeah, so it would be like a one-on-one class kind of thing. That, that's how it would. So we just have to pick the right. How about those that background? Sorry, sorry, one second. Different. Yep, I'm coming. I'm just going back to FJ days. 
the two elders, the founding elders, came from a very word strong ship, but do not believe in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yep. And they came and they started that period. Yep. Chaos. Which one would yep. you put into that? Yes. So that's right. So I think if somebody came into our church but and wrong, strong. That's right. They came in. That's right. So they came in word strong, right? And then they they're a little bit weirded out by seeing people pray in tongues and yeah. move in the spirit, right? Yeah. So then I would say that they um, have been trained by a different theology, different culture Christians, well, and then we would put them into training. Yeah. Yeah. One one. Yes. Okay. I, I know. I know. I, name it to make it clearer. Okay. I'm trying to figure out whether this is red or green. Okay. Okay. So, basically, household of faith trains. What do you mean by that? That means we're going to indoctrinate them in FGA's um, unique. Yeah. Well, I feel it's not unique. I can name it as the of God. Follow the same thing. No, I know, I know, I know. It's part of this. Yes, yes, which would be part of this. It's a subset of this. Can Can I say something? Yes. Yesterday we we mentioned something and then it was not brought up. Is with regards to the one who's talking about intergeneration and. Education. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we understand that you are doing a group of twenty people that was being brought up, where you 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 sort of train them up to become leaders. So it was suggested that to become a leader mm -hmm. in FGA, which is possible with a different theology. Yeah. 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 Sort of old Christian. That's right. Now when you come into FGA to become a leader, that's right. You there's do some. Spiritual thing that you yes. talk about, but in it there's also FGA and ethos. That's right, which is basically what we covered in the leaders training so, class. So in, in that, so in world, you were saying which would include the spirit yes. because we are a spiritual church. That's what I'm saying. It's a subset. Because otherwise, they, so you have that, that that sort of course must take before you become a leader. That's right. And so one element of that is actually Pastor Roland runs a segment on on I the spirit. Know, I haven't been. I wasn't. Yeah. Uh, wasn't told. So it's okay, I, but all of that, even if it's the leader's training, or it's the alpha training, or it is whatever the new, uh, you're new to the kids ministry or youth ministry, whatever it is, I feel like it's in the, we will train you up in the basics of it. Yep. The problem with the three is they know the basics of it. They know, they've grown up in FJ or whatever, they're just ah, like, seeds, Christianity, yeah. <laughs> Would that be like burnout? Yeah, that's right. So in the three, if I could pick the green. Uh, that's oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you would not believe how confusing this is. Okay. Um, burnout would be like three, right? Uh, maybe to rekindle faith, could even be disappointed by God. Maybe. Depends on how disappointed because you might be. Yeah. So we might have a few. Um, 
I, I feel like some, and I know it's a little bit of a uh, generalization, but rekindle faith, sometimes I find, yeah, I was just about to go, when I chat with a lot of the empty nesters, sometimes, like, they've known a certain way of faith in church for a long time, and now they're just chill mode. And so you need to, like, rekindle it. So I see that my mom and dad, that's what they do a lot with the... Like they reactivate, they rekindle. Wouldn't you say wouldn't you say that's the case for like anyone who kind of goes through life transitions? Sure. You know, like you start working full time and you kind of go, cool, I don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you have a family and you go, I'm going to take some time off ministry. Or yeah, that's right. That's right. I think so. Yeah, hurt by others. So. So, yeah, that's what I'm thinking, that hurt by others and hurt by church, right, are all like, you have to deal with the hurt first. Like, there's a bunch of things, you have to deal with the hurt first. And FGA gets very good at helping people to deal with their hurt, but then don't just leave them there. We understand it's just like a first aid. Then we train them up to take the steps after their hurt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then we, we yeah. do with some of these other things. Chris, if there's people on lunch duty, they should go. Or is it mom's gonna Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're on lunch duty, you need to go. No, you're not. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Those who want to be on lunch duty. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Religious. Yes, yes. Where is that? Religious. Yes. I think you should stay, Pastor Wendy. This is so important now for people. Yeah, I think you should stay. I'll go. Roger and I have a Okay, thank you. What core is for? Let me see there. I'll come back. Yep. What about those that support Freemason? Yeah, sure. They're all for the same thing. Okay, I'm going to name all the same things as what we would call different structures. So they would, they would basically be very... Yeah, or, 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 whatever it is. Yeah, the same okay, so, um, by name Christian, nominal Christian, I think they would fall in the rekindle faith, maybe. It could be either. It could be two, or depending on, yeah. So, I think also that, so we have a whole bunch of just relational ones that are un American, unbelieving spouse, astronaut spouse, uh, multi-generational Christians throughout. Um, but this will also be new. Christian kids, one hot one Yeah, Christian parents. Who's going to back keep Yeah. Special needs homes. Yeah. 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 What about 
Yeah, so I think some of these, like pastors, families, dink, um, and the like, they, it, depending on who they are, yeah. like, that's why I didn't like them as a category. Like singles, like, yeah, so some of these we're not gonna, like, it's okay. And we just want to get a bunch of things up there and then, um, okay, good. So, Misfits at church. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to figure out where they go. Because I think Misfits at church is the same as same-sex households. Right? And some of that. Because we, there's a bunch of people we don't handle as well. Yeah? So usually they would have hurt and that's where the first aid comes but maybe they don't fit in it's not because they're hurt they just don't fit in because fga is very standard yeah yeah we're just like a village church no, no, no. yeah and no, then you come that. in with your ramen raisin yeah. no that's that that's right. That's right. So those ones we have to put here. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I think you have to go file them there first, and then figure out if because you've if done they're... that before you can do anything. Else. Okay. Yes. But based off like I guess experience, I mean we do have I'm assuming some same-sex relationships or whatever at church, right? Yes. And so if that's the case, based off what we have so far. Would they usually go into immediate first aid or more relationship? Yeah, that's right. So yeah. the the reason why I'm pausing a bit with your thinking is there are some people, let's say from other ethnic cultures even, or they don't a little bit misfit at FGA, right? I think they get a little bit offended. Not so not so offended. We misclassify them when we say, "Oh, you just need you need first aid," like, because actually they don't need first aid. They come in very prophetic. Or they've come in very white. Yeah. <laughs> they come in very. It's not so much that. They, and, and there's some that I've heard. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't fit in and it hurts. Yes, we can. Like one and because yes, that's right. Yes. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Yes. So maybe five captures a lot of stuff. So let's let's do it. If we are, so let's just pause for a bit and and sit with same-sex households, misfits at FGA, right? They come in a little bit different, right? So you come to FGA and ah, you don't really have your same khaki in shirt, right? So you you come in, everybody's got like their own. You know, I'm same-sex, but everybody is like heterosexual, right? You, you come in, whatever, you're, and so you don't really have anyone to plug into, yeah. right, at FGA. But you love the Lord. Yeah. You're trying to grow in God. You like the How, You like the, whatever, yeah. else, maybe you like the food at FGA, yeah. maybe you like the whatever it is at FGA, you're still going to FGA, right? How do we help that person have genuine faith at home when our normal tools don't work. Our normal would be, hey, I invite you over to my house for dinner, your home group leader, you plug into it, but you don't really fit in your own group. 
right? You know, can't really, he's like a little bit different, right? So all of our normal stuff doesn't work. That's why you're misfitting in that gene, right? How do we then help you in your faith? Mm. But in terms of how do we usually identify your soul? Is do you hear from like the parents? So uh, I tell you, okay, good. Because so if you don't even know that they're not fitting in, well, we we do know, we do know, we do know. We just believe them out. So I, I, they end up leaving. So basically, so we don't we don't we don't do it well. That's right. We 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 don't do it well. So they arrive at FGA, they give it a good go for a while, and then they quietly disappear. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because in a way, they need training to know. Because the thing is, when they walk in and it's a vanilla church, they immediately go, I'm going to be judged. But in a special track, they need to know that, no, we love you. Yeah, a targeted team. We just don't know that it needs to be like special forces. No, but you know, it's almost like instead of us telling them. Yeah, we're going to go and watch it. Once these two ladies stop talking, I'm going to go watch it. You have to stay in front of me. Okay, Kim, sorry. So I would I would put that category as that's the standard. So what we're talking about is people who we've tried that with, and then it doesn't work. Special forces is what she's talking about. Correct, but then the thing is, you get them to be stimulated first. Even if they're willing to serve as Asher, just let it be an Asher first. And then see over the time. So, Uncle see that exact situation you're talking about, I think we all know, there's a few of us who know who you're talking about. That was not because they were kicked out of being an Asher, because I sat down and chatted with them, right? Sometimes what happens with FGA is there is a perception of being judged. There's yeah. a perception of these types of things, and then they exit themselves out. Yeah. No matter how many times you say to them, hey, it's okay, it's okay, yeah. it's actually okay, you can come up and sing, yeah. but they perceive that they're being judged yeah. for singing or whatever it is, and then they exit out. So that's what's happening in that situation, right? Yeah. Self-censorship. So Self-censorship, yeah. exactly. Which is why I actually think that some kind of specialist, targeted, individual intervention is required. Yeah. Because there's so few same-sex households, there's so few misfit, okay. Yeah. How many, like, if we're talking about ethnic or talking about, right, 
how many different people come to MGA, and you can count them with a hand, right? <laughs> Seriously. So if we have some kind of special targeted, so there's like a six special forces or something like that. special. Yeah, okay. Something, uh, I, all these names. Yeah. What you're doing with this session is you're helping me. We're going to take this and then it's going to go to the SLT. We're going to be working through, we're going to be talking through this, right? Because we're in year one of maybe, we're in year one of like five years of trying to reform MTA. What a call, right? Yes, oh, I was thinking of the yeah. yes. yeah. yes. yeah. Love Joy, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. 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 Um, then maybe that, right? Um, these guys are single parent house will be fine. You need students alone up there and think as well. Would that be relational? Yeah, I feel like a bunch of these things, like uni students could be at any point of their You could have a very mature uni student who can lead a. You know, like there's a bunch of them that just. I feel like they don't. We're not gonna. Yeah. We're not gonna. Also fits in the singles and the pastor's family. It depends on. It depends on which. Okay. So basically, pastor's families. I'm going to. I'll tell you right now. We already special forces. It. Okay. We already special forces. Pastor's families. We have to make sure because we espouse household of faith. So we would, part of being a pastor at FGA is not just doing the job of it, but, but living out household faith. So I guarantee you now, we special forces, pastors, families. Um, so what about other ethnic cultures? Could that also be under six? Yeah, that's right. So six or two. Or yeah. uh, one question. Yes. Your six special forces, I mean, uh, the name doesn't, it, it doesn't really... Uh, that means we'll have to have a targeted team. That means we will nominate, let's say it's called Raymond Xiao. You're it. Yeah. So can you go and talk specifically to this person? Yeah. So special task force in this Yeah, special task force. That's right. Oh, oh, because yeah. Also, like, I'm just comparing with the rest. So, because this is a group, whereas those, the rest there are all talking about. This is a group outside this household, where the rest are all relating to the household that up there. You, you no. hear what I mean? No, this, they relate up here too. No, this is a, 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 a group that will minister or be a sort of a... They're not a household ministry, it's a special task force. No, you, yeah. you, like number one, you say that, uh, okay, these are the household that require immediate, immediate yes. Re, re, require almost a... Yes. So, are you so let's say if you are a same-sex household, because oh, there's so few... The task force. That's right. Yes. Because if you're a same-sex household at FGA, we're so poor in managing yeah. that, and there are so few of them, 
you basically, like, let's say me, right? So I know I went into like the one of the same-sex households. I had multiple conversations with them, right? So basically, you'd have to have some, we would nominate somebody in our leadership team or somebody, right? Maybe alone or maybe as a team, whatever it is. Or we'd go, hey, can you help so-and-so? <laughs> Maybe I'm watching yes. too much uh, too many movies. Special cast of movies going there. I'll go, I'll go, I see, I'll go, I see. I just need to put a bracket. TLC. Because a lot of. TLC. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Just put it at the top. TLC special forces. Okay, get out of the chest. Yeah, okay, don't kill them. I'll go, I see. Sorry? You shouldn't put it as special task force. Special no. shouldn't be put as TLC. Okay. You know why? I give you one example. Yes. Let's say that Templeton. Yes. Right? We cannot assign somebody a one family. Yes. To take care. That's right. The church what has to take care. That's right. Right? Now, That's just good. a month right? How many of us really relate to that? Sure. Yeah. 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 Yes. So that's a good point, Uncle Yes. So it should be relational faith. Um, yeah. Not just tender in their genuine faith. So how do we help the Templetons? Yeah, so would it be the case where um, the Templetons go, as an example, like, oh, I'm having a really hard time fitting in a okay, chair because it's so tough. You know, yeah. you know, well, who, who do we know who has had to deal with that? Chris Hill. Yes. Yes. I deal with them a lot. But just not me alone. What I'm trying to say is everybody yes. must take effort yes. to yes. relate to them. That's right. So how are you going to you you put them as tender special force, Yeah, that's bad. I'm the only one dealing with that. That's right. Which is no good. So Uncle IC has brought up a very good point about the special task force. There's a there's a downside. We should only use special task force in very rare occasions. Because when we when we do that, we actually the rest of the church doesn't pay attention. Exactly. And we're like, it's actually Raymond's job. To solve the whatever the thing is, right? Yeah. And then everybody like, don't get it. Hot potato. Yeah. So, 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 yes. so, okay, two, two Sundays ago, I had a conversation with them. I said, you're very stable in the church, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you need any help, anything that you want to share, whatever that you're doing, be feel free to approach some others within the church through your relational thing, right? You know what they told me? Oh, nobody approach. No. They said, you're not sure whether they should do that or not. Yeah. Sure. Right? Which, is, which, is a good, which is a good way, right? But then it dawned on me and said, that means, you know, nobody really know what they're doing. In that sense, if you think, take the other way around, right? So which means, how many people, how many of us really take effort to really get to know that, to understand that? Because they are very rare and few. And these are the committed ones which we should actually... Yeah, so what are you suggesting, Uncle Isi? I'm suggesting it's more relational. All of us take effort, not just one or two. No, 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 no. I think you're misunderstanding what the academy is. Relational is more of like this issue, like imbalance. 
in the household. So like Christian parents, as in that's what my understanding was. That's right. So we're giving them relational training. So that's why it's an imbalance like of your relationship, like mainly me and my father. No, they're imbalanced. No, no, but they're imbalanced with the rest of the church. But this, so that's why it's a bit different. Whereas we're talking about within household, within the there's household. an imbalance. Yeah, within. No, we're talking about household or yeah, church. Yeah, sure. Individual household. So, so it could fit. Sorry, exactly. my my body is. So the way to go about it. Yes. It's still with special task force, but the special task force need to find a way how to mobilize the church to yes to, yes okay. Fine. I think there's a distinction between if you have a particular issue, right, and if you have so the issue that I'm actually talking about in terms of I don't know whether I should. I've actually heard that from. Other lots of people. Yeah, That's lots right. of people have that issue. Yeah. And then the solution to that is us as a household of faith have to do something. Mm. I think the TLC is when you have a specific, very specific issue. Right? Yes, that's right. Like, oh, culturally, yeah. I don't feel, I don't understand how this mm. works or whatever it is. Mm. Yes. So we use it sparingly. Yeah. Yep. To hit the targeted yeah. issue. That's right. Yes. But isn't it ought to be like all this aside, right? There should be like already a, a, a underlying culture in our church where when we hear something like that in the grapevine, then then we will just jump in, relationally sure. to connect, right? And this is like something just on top of it. No. So yes, yes, yes. So what we're trying to do with this is we're trying to work right now. FGA does its standard FGA thing that nobody knows what that is. Yeah. Okay, nobody knows what that is, but it's the standard FGA. You end up serving at FGA when you show up. You end up somehow connected to a home group. You end up, some people will visit you. Maybe Uncle Roman will invite you to play table tennis. Whatever the thing is, you've got the standard and we don't really know what it is, right? If we're going to change FGA, right, a bit more intentionally, and we're going to be trying to focus on how do we do genuine faith at home, what we're just trying to do is streamline a little bit. So we're giving a little bit of language, a little bit, and we'll, we'll work our way through this, right? But we're just trying to be a little bit more intentional about how we're going to tackle whatever it is that FGA does. I'm certain FGA already does all of these things. We already, I guarantee we already do all of these things. We're already helping people navigate astronaut, unbelieving stuff. We're already helping them do that. We're just... By doing this exercise, I'm just trying to get us closer to the, some of the things we were discussing um, yesterday in terms of like having some things a bit more explicit written out so that you're going down the, the bunny's aisle or whatever it is and we know like, okay, we've got people who are doing these types of things. We're trying to like to help specifically in the household. Yeah, that, that's all we're, we're, we're doing. Yeah. So it doesn't negate anything that I've I think we do already do most of these things. Yes. Can I say that we are we to distinguish the different ministry and household Yeah, let's not do don't worry about that yet because we are sitting aside somewhere here at all the different ministries of FGA, all the gifting, right? Don't worry about that yet. Let's first like blank sheet of paper go, how do we help households grow their faith, that genuine uh, faith at home? Yep. I, I think we're mostly there. Like this is, this is a really good thing. We, I feel like we've bundled a bunch of different things in here, bundled a bunch of different things in here, right? And then this is like the standard FGA 
where we, these two are like the standard FQAs, and then we have to work on maybe, like, so we've got each of these areas are actually major categories that we will have to um, uh, sort through, right? Which is why I think it will be a couple of years before you even see this, I, you know. But it's okay, I, I'm actually very grateful for this session because I don't think I've even myself as the senior pastor thought through the different kinds of household, and we say we're a household of faith, and we have this tendency to just go, everybody's just the one thing. So if everybody reads the Bible, that was, that's it, solve it. If everybody just like, pray, I mean, they're all very good things. I'm not trying to say like, let's not read the Bible and not like we, we should. But I think we've been around long enough to go. Everybody's at different parts. They have different, okay, a good way to link this back to the, the text as we close is everybody has different burdens that, that they are carrying. And actually it's their own, but the person with the astronaut spouse, that's their problem. <laughs> like somehow they chose to go like at some level like it's not FGA's burden to bear for them but we share we bear each other's burdens as our act of serving so then we help them with it without doing it for them yeah so that's why we're doing this we're mapping this because we're trying to find out what are the burdens or what are the specific things that each um, household has and so I, I, I personally I find this really really helpful I take a photo of this and it's going to inform my own prayer and my own um, prep as we lead FGA because these are the things that we can do when we're all together when you're in your own ministry ah, like it's fine I feel like we don't need to micro in on what individual ministries do because both mostly you're doing a pretty good job what we have to do is we have to gear up for the big sweeping change that's going to happen in FJ, and then we'll start reforming all the ministries um, underneath it. Okay, great. So that is it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs>